3: Friday, Friday! Time to get down on Friday. It's Friday morning here in the Coyote Country Studios, the Jay and Kevin Show, and uh, Kevin is here. I'm here. Let's let's just get the party started. Kev, how you doing today? How, how you how you well, doing heading into the weekend?
2: I am stuck in a continual loop.
3: Okay, so I'm trying to think. So it's like Groundhog Day. You're like it can't go. It won't go away. You're like Needle No Needlehead Ned.
2: Yeah, I think that every uh, you know I go okay. It's cool. Like it was happening earlier. And then I thought, no, it'll be fine now. I'm on my way to work. I got to work. I've been busy. As soon as I stopped doing anything, the second I stopped preparing the news and I paused and my brain wasn't focused on the news, the first thing that happened was I'm bougie like Applebee's on a date night. Over? Fancy like, excuse me. Yeah. I think you're bougie like. Natty. Natty in the and the styrofoam. Foam. Squeak, squeaking in the back all the way Truck home. Truck bed all the way home. I, I tell you, I don't know what it is, just over and over and over. I don't even remember if I saw or heard the song yesterday. Okay. But Fancy Like from Walker Hayes has infected my brain. That's hilarious. Since last night, I'd wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and it'd be like, Okay, what? Fancy what, like what happened that, it, that it's, a day What night. happened
3: that this is the week it, it sunk its claws into you? I have no idea. I mean, That's it's so been, weird.
2: I've had it before, obviously, yeah. but to have it just overtake me like this is super weird. We, I mean, I've gone through the watching all the videos. Judy's daughters absolutely love watching the Walker Hayes videos because the fact that he has his kids in all the videos. For them, just makes it seem 10 times cool.
3: Very cool. It's
2: very cool. They love watching the kids dance and they just, I don't know, they're in love with a guy. And so I've watched him over and over and over and over, but never had it stuck in my head like this. And like I said, don't even think I heard it yesterday. That's so funny.
3: Uh, people are asking, have you played it at a wedding yet? Has it been requested at a wedding yet? Yes. yes. And how'd it go over?
2: Uh, good. Okay. But the people really, really enjoyed it. They they liked it a lot. Believe me, this weekend I was thinking it's not one that they requested, but they didn't request a lot of songs this weekend. It's kind of more of a, hey, we trust you. You do your thing. And um, I think it's going to be impossible for me not to try to play it.
3: Yeah, it's just a good, it's going to be a good dance song. I'm telling you, when he ever comes back to town, that's I, that's going to be a fun song. That's a fun song on a concert. He's great, too. He's got other good songs. <laughs> Kev, I'm going to break this microphone today. I've decided. Hang on. I'm going to try something. I'm going to see if I can get it behind. Oh, that's a good idea. He's going to get it. Behind the computer. No, it. dang it. Dang it. I, this I microphone i in a here little bit for the better. millionth time, it just doesn't let me stand up straight. And my back, I, when I got home yesterday, my back was actually sore.
2: So I'm, okay, I have to tell you. Oh, I can relate to this far too much. And I can tell you what I do at my house. Duct tape. So my counters counters at home are lower because I have a handicapped accessible room. Okay. A handicapped accessible apartment, I guess. When I first rented it three and a half years ago, whatever it was, they, they let me have it. They, they were like, yeah, no, it's fine. And we have other units available, so it's fine for you to rent the handicap one. I'm like, okay. And really, you don't notice it other than my shower is a big roll-in shower. And the counters in the kitchen are lower. And so it is the weirdest thing. Like if I'm standing there cutting up vegetables or something like that, you don't notice it really until you're standing there for a while. And it's just a little, it's a few inches lower than what yeah. you're used to. And my back, same thing. So it'll hurt so bad. Oh, my gosh. So I, most of the time, you can see me at my house with left elbow laying on the counter, elbow and forearm on the counter, and me just like leaning over the counter, slicing something up. So I would suggest maybe you try leaning on the counter, talking into the mic. I'm going to have to go seat today, but I'm just,
3: I want to okay. stand up. It's Friday. I want that Friday energy. You know, it's, it's, We're heading into the weekend. We've got to bring it. I need to. Here's the deal. You you did. We both did something today and we went different paths and I was interested in this. What did you do early this morning? I watched
2: the second episode of Ted Lasso. Okay. Second episode season two. I should say third episode second. Oh, you're an episode behind. Wait, there's not three yet. There's
3: only two today was episode three. Oh, it came out at midnight, didn't it? At 9 o'clock last night. Kevin, that's so funny. I've made two jokes to you today because you said you watched it and you didn't react to either. And I was like, man, those must not have been as funny as I thought. Yeah, there's th- the third episode came out at 9 o'clock last night.
2: Oh, of course it did. It. And, I, and I, I mean, I know that, <laughs> but I'm trying to do the thing Dang where it. I give myself... Two episodes to watch if I want. It's the best way to do it. So I'm going to ignore it that this has happened. The Luke Bryan documentary came out today. Have you watched it yet? I have no.
3: Oh my gosh, it's all I can think about. I want to watch it so bad.
2: Hold on. So is it just one episode at a time? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, one episode. I watched it
3: this morning at like four, just just after four o'clock, and I watched it when I got in. It's fantastic. Kevin, it's absolutely fantastic. It's must watch, it's free. It's, and it's
2: must-watch. Free IMDb TV. It is Luke Bryan's My Dirt Road Diary. It just tells the story of his life. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I, I think even if you're not a Luke Bryan fan, it's worth watching because I bet you you'd change your tune. It is. Man, it's the thing that I feel like the
3: people who dislike Luke Bryan, for whatever reason that may be, I think they might need to just take a, a dive into this. Because everything you make fun of Luke Bryan for in the first episode, you'll go, okay. So, I, my apologies, Mr. Bryan. My apologies, Kevin. He is, first of all, he's country.
2: I mean, 100%. I mean, he grew up on a peanut farm in
3: Georgia. This guy is country but it's his life man the first episode is his youth right his youth okay and how he gets started playing music and he gets karaoke machines for christmas and he starts a band he starts a band with his buddies because he starts a band with his buddies because there's another band that his cousin makes that they're in love with they're infatuated with the fact that he's got these cousins that have a band and they go to clubs and all the girls are in love with them so he and two buddies he meets a guy in his high school who plays drums and they hook up to some amp, and they're playing birthday parties. And someone will be like, he was actually really fun at the birthday party. You should have him come to your little get-together. And he and his buddies just start playing music in Love people's it. barns. Okay, and they, they're playing music at people's houses. They're asking sure. them to keep the windows open so the music can go out in case someone else can hear it. <clears throat> like, that's the kind of stuff going on. And it's just, man, it's super interesting. He talks about his brother, his brother who passed away. They, he talks about him and the, his brother's love for country music. Okay. And Luke Bryan's like- Older no brother, right? Yeah, Chris. That he looked up to a lot. Yep. There's yeah. no He goes, there's no one in the world who loved country music more than my brother. He just couldn't sing at all. And they right. have a bunch of home videos of his brother really not being good at singing. But, but wanted ta- to? Yeah, and he talks about- Well, I don't think he wants- He's just in the car, right? They're in the okay, car gotcha. and they're singing, they're singing songs you would know. And songs that, of course, for me, I don't know. I think there are a lot of Clint Black songs. But his brother, Kev, goes to a Garth Brooks show and Luke Bryan stays up super late waiting for his brother to get home to tell yes. him about it. And he goes, we sat there, my brother's eyes were so big telling me about this concert and how his brother, Luke Bryan's brother, was telling him no one sat down the entire concert. Nobody sat down the entire concert and at that moment, Luke Bryan goes, well, that's the That's, that's the what thing. I want to do. That's the thing. The thing is... If you are doing it, if you are performing, the goal is to make it so that nobody sits down the entire time you're on stage. And then, of course, they flash to a scene of Luke Bryan's concerts now where the stage is in the middle of the venue and you forget these things. And the the circle that he's standing on comes apart and he comes up out of the ground on the the roof of a truck. Yes, yes. And you remember, oh yeah, Luke Bryan, that's exactly yeah, what Yeah, he knows do. how to put on a yeah, show.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he does. Five-time entertainer of the year for a reason.
3: Kevin, I'm going to tell you because Ted Lasso, the one you watched today, that episode you watched
2: today. Yeah, the episode two, which I thought was the new one.
3: Which is hilarious. An absolutely fantastic episode of television. One that I loved to death. I might have liked this Luke
2: Bryan thing more, Kev. Oh, I, I guarantee you. I might have liked this Luke Bryan video more. I'm th- only bummed. I want the Luke Bryan thing to be an hour every episode, so bad because there's only five of them, right? Yep, there's only five. But, which is great. I mean, we're, we'll take whatever content we can get, but yep. it's that's cool. Okay, and that's on IMDb TV.
3: Yeah, we'll, I'm gonna. I'll play some clips for you. Okay, coming up in the audio vault because I, I'm, I'm officially fascinated by this. I wish every single superstar in country music 100%. had to have one of these done.
2: My favorite thing in the world is documentaries, I think. yeah they, they are so well done. You get the right person doing a documentary. It started with ESPN doing their 30 for 30s because they did them so well. I mean, my son, my oldest son, who has no interest in sports, came out one night. And I was watching a documentary. I don't even remember which one it was, which 30 for 30. And he sat there and he watched it with me. And I go, oh. you actually like this? He goes, how could you not? Yeah, These folks could do a documentary on a peanut and I'd watch it. He's not wrong Yeah, they make him fascinating The
1: big 99.9 Coyote Country Jay and Kevin Show Jay Daniels Hey Sadia. You are so lovely for breakfast Kevin James Kevin made you for us To put in our tummies (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 nine Coyote Country.
3: It is a Friday morning, heading into the weekend today here on Coyote Country. We've got the audio vault here in a second. Kev, I saw two headlines today I did want to bring up to you. Okay. Because one of them was Coeur related, and I needed Ooh. to know from a Coeur expert like yourself if I should have chuckled like I did. First of all, I saw the story on KXOI that HoopFest is going to be half the size as it usually is. Yes. That bummed me out. I get it. It's in September. It's different this year.
2: Well, Next year's rally. A lot of competition.
3: The oh, fair, yeah. The fair is
2: going on. School has started. Eastern has a home football game. WSU has a home football game. That's a lot of competition. It, and they knew it. And like they said, our deal was we just wanted to do it and make sure we still had a hoop fest. Yeah. And, you know, with it being different and a different time, I heard Matt Santangelo also say that it kind of, we knew it was going to be smaller, which is actually almost okay because we do have to accommodate everything as well. You know, like make it work with the volunteers and everything yeah. else. And when there's other events going on, it makes it harder. The the thing I, I saw that was
3: that excited me though is center courts in, under the pavilion. That's cool. And they're doing night games under the lights. Oh, that's real cool. So that part will be awesome. I'm excited for that. So I I saw that that bummed me out a little bit. And I you can bet your bottom dollar next year starting in January I'm gonna hammer home the fact everyone needs to play Hoop Fest next year yeah. to get it back up to the largest in the world. Like that's
2: just not that's not gonna fly well, for us to have a second tier event when it's the best event. And I'm guessing in 2021. It's still the largest three-on-three tournament, right? Might be. That Gus
3: Macker might be getting close, but I bet you we're still way up
2: there. But the old Gus Smacker is goofy, right? Because they do it different cities and they travel around, which is kind of Different cool, cities but-
3: all, in the same, all in the same couple states. Okay. So it's all that Midwest. It's all Illinois, Wisconsin, yeah. Minnesota. Uh, Michigan, but but yeah, it does it does move, which is in, which is weird. Now the other thing I saw, and and before we dive into some audio ball, and Kevin James seeing if he can decipher some some words, because I had to turn closed captions on for something this morning. Kev, you mentioned it the other day, and now I've seen it on two different local news sites. You are a Coeur d'Alene guy. The headline. Let me let me see if I can find one of the headlines. This one was on. This was on creme.com. Celebrity sighting. Dirks Bentley visits Lake Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> okay. I, I have to ask because when I saw it, I laughed. Worst headline ever? Yes. Celebrity sighting. Dirks Bentley visits Lake Coeur d'Alene. And I thought, wait a second. Does Creme not know about the celebrities on Lake Coeur d'Alene? Right. Did they just learn well, about Well, I feel
2: this? like they, they do. And they just want to keep continuing to get. All the comments on Facebook.
3: Is that what it is? Cause because like, every time you Bieber's do it... The Bieber's
2: out there all the time. The Kardashians are out there all the time. Yeah, and Dirks Bentley's still a celebrity sighting at Lake Coeur d'Alene. No doubt about it, right? I mean, he is, but it's, you know, it's like you should say, you know, another or... Yeah, that's like... Country star, Dierks Bentley enjoys Lake Coeur d'Alene.
3: I just started laughing. I, I thought, oh, man, I, I think that Lake Coeur d'Alene is the place it's the place it's not even it's it doesn't need to be no, super exciting to see a celebrity out there it is cool but I don't know I, I chuckled at it thinking I get where they're going with it but also man have you been to Lake Coeur d'Alene yeah Lake Coeur d'Alene is is the site even though the celebrities are out there it Lake is. Coeur d'Alene is the right. site
2: that's, I know and they all the always celebrity. anytime they and it was because really what the Reason that picture should have been cool Was just because the boat was cool Yeah, it was really cool The boat Dirk Scott was really cool Yeah, they hang it on Marine He got to borrow a boat or whatever for the weekend The thing I was bummed is in one of his posts He said thanks to uh, Jake Owen For help with the boat Which leads me to believe that Jake was with him Yeah Like helping, you know, push the boat off Do all that stuff And there was no pictures of Jake
3: And I think Jake like, Owen's Damn.
2: up here a lot more than we think he is he I, might be. I think he's. Up I will here a tell lot you that Dirks Bentley is. is up here a lot more than we know he is. That's true. Also,
3: that's Dierks, true. Also,
2: uh, Dirks is. I mean, he, even in his concert on Friday night, sang a couple times about Idaho. He said the classic line, "Idaho." That's awesome.
3: That's and then awesome. I love it. He
2: still worked in Spokane as well, but. Yeah. yeah, Dirk's Bentley becoming an Idaho guy all the way. Very cool.
3: Okay, I wanted to do this for you. Speaking of country music, and we are inside the audio vault. Uh, by the way, the Hazard Fabworks text line's open today, four three four eight six two three. The phone line's open, four four We've got Brantley Gilbert tickets we're going to give away today, so you'll want to keep that number, that number handy. Luke Bryan's documentary, My Dirt Road Diary, is out today on IMDb. Yeah, I yes. know, on IMDb. You go to imdb.com. You can search Luke Bryan there. It's going to come up. It's free. You can watch it for free. All you have to do is create an IMDb account. Those are free to create. Oh, okay. So it's very simple. But it's a cool look, five-part docuseries on Luke Bryan's life. And the first one released today, and it is about his childhood growing up in Georgia. I did not know anything about his father, Kevin,
2: until this morning. Me neither. You always hear, well, his mom is... In the public eye a lot, she's absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, and she's in a lot of his videos. But I'm with you. I never see anything about his dad. I want to play some audio for you,
3: okay? Because I, I don't know how you expect Luke Bryan's dad to sound, but this is how this is how Luke Bryan's okay, dad I sounds. I like this.
1: I mean, he loved the baseball, football, fishing, hunting, riding a motor scooter, or whatever. Just run of the meal type young kid. Luke was about six years younger than Chris. Like I say, there was a big age difference there and at the early age he was the type little brother that was always in the way and was wanting to go with Big Brother or Big
3: Sister. Kevin, that is the greatest oh,
2: voice. Creole. He it's got a little Creole. Yeah, he got a little uh which they're from Georgia, right? Yes, they are from Obviously Georgia. Dad uh, maybe a little Louisiana in him.
3: It does sound like
2: it, Kev. Yeah. It does
3: sound like it. it it's it's really cool. Here's the deal. And I, I don't want to, well, I do want, you know what? I do want to beat it over your head. I do want to beat it over everyone's head because you may not like Luke Bryan, but you do like country music if you're listening right now. You do. Yeah. And I, I think as a country music family, the Jan Kevin show family, you know what I think right. we all like? I do think we all like seeing someone who grew up in a family it feels like you could probably relate to. For sure. And Kev, the family videos, the home videos, all this stuff. R- Luke Bryan's life right now, none of us can relate to. Not a single one of us. Uh, no, that is okay? a fact. If you're listening right now and can relate to Luke Bryan's life, we, Kevin and I would like to Congrats. hang out with you. We would like to hang yeah. out with you this weekend. But the videos, the pictures, everything in this, you go, oh, that that, is, that's a family picture in our photo album at home.
2: Sure. And what's cool about it is, it is also interesting, the people who, you know, don't like Luke's music or whatever and say that he's not country, whatever the case may be, it's, I think you're going to watch this and realize, man, these guys really are country. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kevin, you're, you're going to
0: watch His music
2: and, may not be country to you, but his, his
3: upbringing and
2: Luke Bryan is
3: a country boy. The music that he is... The music that inspired Luke Bryan to sing Country Girl Shake It for me Yeah Is the country music that if you grew up in the 90s, everybody loved That, that is where he gets his inspiration I just couldn't get enough of his dad
1: though, Wanted to okay? be doing but he was always singing and dancing And when he was a young kid He used to come out and sing and dance in front of our friends when they'd be over
3: Wanted- there is a great line where his brother has a clip, where his brother, his his brother-in-law has a clip where he goes, Luke Bryan would be in his bedroom playing his guitar and trying to learn his piano, and his dad was just bang on the wall to tell him to be quiet because we're trying to watch football in the other room. I just love it.
2: It's it's Luke great. Was just doing his music. Well, it's going to be uh, documentaries with country stars. Awesome. The the Garth Brooks, the road I'm on. Was one of my favorite things I've seen in the last couple of years, and yeah. I'm excited to watch this with Luke. Okay,
3: IMDb is where you get it. It's Luke Bryan's documentary, and I I'd highly recommend it. Also, Luke Bryan looks exactly like his mother, so Jay do with that what you will.
1: In
3: I mean, exactly.
1: Nine I mean, country. Uh, can I Show. Not- Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. No, so I was
2: in Mexico. I took a picture of a group of people that were in the pool. Yeah. That. Reminded me of all my Harrington friends. Kevin James.
1: All my Harrington friends have settled down. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country.
3: Kevin, on Fridays, we miss our Friday friends. We miss Warren, Bruce, Max, Monty. Those those guys have been part of the show for such a long period of time. And now, you know, a year and a half without him has been difficult.
2: It's just... It's a bummer. It really is, and when you hear those little clips of the Friday shows past, it's uh, it always gets me missing them even more.
3: But I don't. I don't want them to be forgotten. Now, one guy is going to be forgotten today, and I I will apologize to him. I I do. I make sure on Fridays we ask all the Friday guys a question so they can be involved in the show. They send us the audio. We play it back on Fridays. Yeah, and they answer a, a sometimes fun question. <clears throat> uh, Monty didn't send his in until after the show started. Oh no! And with Jay being gone. I can't, I, once the show is going, I'm not in my other studio to, to get things ready. So, I have to apologize to Monty because I do not have his did readily you available.
2: at least listen to it and know his song? No, I did not. Okay, I started to, I will see if I can finish to at least give you the song. Because the first song he said blew my mind as a song from an artist we know, but I didn't know the song. Okay,
3: so I, I have to apologize to Monty right off the bat. But it's time. That's the next thing on my list
1: It's the Friday list Because your kiss, your kiss Is on my list Simply remember my favorite things My favorite things
0: Pay attention to me Like you pay attention to your favorite thing. It's the Friday list Alright,
3: it is the Friday list We asked the boys about their music With their spouses I wanted to know if they had a song Do you have a song? I love to know people's song. Okay, the, yeah, Kev, Kev, do you and Judy have a song?
2: Um, yeah, I, I think a couple. I mean, I guess if we were to, I mean, "Beautiful Crazy" was one that was there. The other song that we really liked at the beginning. We have a playlist of songs that we would listen to at the beginning. Um, okay. The Chris Lane. I don't know about you. That's a great song. So you have a song. I think people have like people still have songs, right? For for sure.
3: Okay, so we asked the Friday guys, do you have a song? Now I know that, you know, these guys aren't gonna be great with memory. And so that was gonna be tough. But here here's what they had to say. Let's start with let's start with our buddy Warren. Let's see what Warren Strong said.
1: Well, Slim's question for us today is what's our favorite song, my wife and I? I don't know that we really have one. When we were dating, she worked in a restaurant, and I used to play Mac Davis' "Baby, Baby, Don't Get Hooked on Me." Oh
3: yeah. Okay, uh, you, do you know any of this song?
2: A baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. I also love that baby, that means. Baby, don't get...
3: yeah, Warren, that was a good song. I also love that means Warren was going into a restaurant that had a jukebox, and, and he
1: playing. would play that song. I mean, I just th- there's you.
2: nothing that and I like what more a... than that. What a like a sly move, too. Yeah.
1: And then later on, after we were finding out that we were going to have our first daughter, I used to play the Don Williams song, Do I Look Like a Daddy to You.
2: Do you know, do you know that one? I do not know that okay. one. I like Don Williams a lot. He has a great song. Uh, I believe in love.
1: <laughs> but other than that, I guess that's about it. Hmm, kind
3: of boring, I guess, huh? I think it was good. I no, think was Warrens were really good, but they aren't as good as his joke at the end. Okay, everybody, have a great weekend, and I've just got this question for you: If you take
1: a picture of cheese, what does it say?
3: <laughs> I mean, I Warren, yeah, That's a great question. If you take a picture of cheese, what does it say? Say me. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so what did he say? Bernie Mac was his song. Uh, no, not Mac Davis. Mac Davis. All right, let's see what Bruce had to say.
2: Well, good morning, everyone. Well, Slim wants to know what me and my wife's song would is or would be. Um, I didn't have time to confer with her on this, but when I came home from the service, I had a Harley-Davidson motorcycle, and we would ride that quite a bit. Well, there was a song out called uh, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. It was kind of a, a pretty nice song for motorcycle people. So I'm sure she'd agree that that would be our, one of our songs. So, all right, everyone, have a good weekend.
3: Of course it was Born to be Wild. Of course Bruce is driving around on a motorcycle with his wife, Chris, and they're jamming to Born to Be Wild.
2: I mean, probably not like their first dance at their wedding or anything, but the fact that that is the song that Bruce says, that's our love song. Born to Be Wild.
3: Just the best, man. A little rebel on his (laughs)
2: motorcycle.
3: Uh, And finally, here is our good friend, Max. And he and his wife, Meg, they've been married for 10, 11 years now. Here's their songs.
0: Good morning, Sean, Kevin, everyone else. Uh, actually, a good question this time, Sean. Thank you, Max. What is our song, mine and Megan's? Uh, it's complex because I like music, and I also like a lot of different genres. So it started off, our first dance together was in the pub club <laughs> with a Nine Inch nail song that I can't repeat the title to. He could. The title of it is called Closer,
3: and it's an extremely inappropriate song. It's wildly inappropriate. I would recommend nobody listen to it It because it's wildly
2: inappropriate. My, it's, uh, you know, I will tell you, I was there that night. I was at no, the pub club with Maxim. I don't know if you know this. I feel semi-responsible. Myself and my ex-wife were... Semi-responsible for Max and Megan getting together. No way. Yeah.
3: Okay, I love
2: that. Because Max had kind of been chasing another girl, I think, sort of, and it was, you know, it just, and we just just be like, Max, Megan is awesome. Like, dude, And that night at the pub club, good God, why was I hanging out at the pub club? Hilarious. But uh, that place was something. It, it. That was it. They danced together that night, then we uh, walked them together back to... Megan's car where her window had been smashed up.
3: Oh no. Okay, well, 9-inch nails was where they started.
0: Where did they go from there? And then for a long time there was a guy named Winston Harmony that I got from uh-huh. a record from the radio station that was titled Oh Megan and it oh. talked about how he was begging for Megan.
3: Begging for Megan.
0: That Winston is great.
3: Harmony begging for Megan so right now Max is on Nine Inch Nails and Winston Harmony as his songs with his wonderful wife never heard (laughs) of this guy never
0: and then our first dance was from an ex-drifter named Benny King and it was Stand By Me and then from there it's kind of been everything so Benny King's probably the front runner if I had to pick one today but I had to quiz her to see if she remembered So, have a good day.
3: There you go, Benny
0: King. Yeah. From
3: nine inch nails to Benny King, the Max. Such a good story. I love it, man. That I enjoyed it. Well done today, Friday boys. Proud of you. you I miss you. Sorry, Monty.
1: Did you ever get Monty's?
2: It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Chinese zoo lets guests clean up polar bear poop for just $145. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's News. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin
1: James. Kevin...
3: Kevin James, it is news time, and news this morning is brought to you by Avista Utilities and Global Credit Union, and they're where, Red Friday.
2: Uh, Before we get started, the Center for Disease Control has a new message for everyone. It has nothing to do with COVID. Does it have to do with the smoke? It has nothing to do with the smoke. Okay. It has to do with something you should not be putting in your mouth any longer. Okay. According to the Center for Disease Control... They now tell you you should steer clear of eating raw cake batter
3: Doggone it really I, okay well here's the deal I think that's been when we're supposed to do right because it cookie has dough eggs in for it. sure and the cake like the cake thing with the eggs I, I in think it. so
2: yeah I don't think if I've I'm trying to remember if I've ever really eaten a lot of cake batter oh, I was more of a cookie dough guy
3: yeah cake batters real good. Like Funfetti
2: Uh, cake batter? Yeah, 16 people in counting have contracted E. coli in several states after Uh, eating cake batter. uh, Most who fell ill were children. Well, yeah, because they ate most of the bowl. Several brands of cake mix were involved. They have not yet named any of them. They're just saying, this time, let's go ahead and stop. Unless seven of those people were actually hospitalized. Yeah, man, that's... Uh, symptoms included. Is it worth it? How good is cake batter? I is it worth diarrhea, cramps, and vomiting?
3: No. I mean, it's not. Here's the deal. Funfetti cake batter is so good, okay. but there are eggs in it. Like, you you mix up eggs, oil, oh. milk, and the Funfetti but, batter, and it tastes doggone good. It does. But it has raw eggs in it. But why could Rocky eat raw eggs? But he might have had diarrhea. They just didn't show that part of the movie. (laughs) Right? Like that might yo,
2: Adrian. (laughs) Oh, I can't get off the pot, Adrian. (laughs) Oh, Slim, what a movie that would have been. That would have been different, right? So different. Rocky versus the porcelain. Yeah, that would have been a different movie. You're right. He drank the raw eggs. I think we all wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, if you were that age, you were probably not the right age watching. Rocky. I, I was a little young, but when I watched Rocky, anything he did, I wanted to do. That's so fair. bad. That's and fair. I was like, dude, I will eat raw eggs, and I did it. They're disgusting. I can I can only imagine just how the gross texture. That is. Ugh. I didn't get sick or anything, though. But just a quick little warning for you before we start the rest of the news. There you go. Center for Disease Control. Stop eating the cake batter.
3: Okay, hang on. Someone says it's not the eggs. Raw wheat flour can have more E. coli. Oh, really? Okay, so that's there you go. There's the note note for you. I I, I will say I really enjoy the the cookie dough that's the pre made cookie dough you can buy that's that's in the freezer
2: section at the grocery store. Yes. That, that is
3: edible. That and is they, edible. Yeah, and they oh, have the uh Man, I love those.
2: The little booth now that's at like the night market too. John Doe. Okay called it's just cookie dough different flavors man it's a good idea so
3: uh, can I read you a text off the text line four three four eight six two three from our buddy fisherman Jeff 7 a.m and I have pork and I have pork chops on my grill am what? I, am I wrong 7 a.m I have pork chops on my grill am I wrong when are you planning on eating them I'm going to assume it's this morning, right? I'm going to assume that Fisherman Jeff is kicking off his weekend by cooking up pork chops for breakfast. I would ask if he's going to mix it with anything that would be a traditional breakfast food. Does he do pork chops and waffles Whoa. or pork, pork chops and French toast? Is that a thing? What is the king of breakfast meats? Bacon. Pork.
2: pork. Doggone I mean, right? right it's all pork product. It's doggone right. Pork sausage, oh, bacon. Yeah. It's all. I don't feel like a pork chop is that far off. I'm good with it.
3: Yeah, it actually sounds great. It actually sounds great. I haven't had a
2: pork chop in forever.
3: I haven't either. And I I do love them. When when you have them, you're
2: never disappointed Uh -uh. with a a pork chop. I think uh, in college, for some reason, my roommate in college, he loved pork chops. And we ate pork chops probably four times a week. Okay. So I just kind of went through a phase where I ate so many pork chops that I just stopped eating them. Yeah, that makes sense. But they are great. That makes sense. It's a lot of pork. That pork log is not bad, Fisherman Jeff.
3: Oh my gosh, the pork logs are so good. You get the ones that are already pre-seasoned and stuff, pre-marinated, and just oh my gosh. Uh, Here's one for you. Barbara says her brother did the raw eggs mixed with orange juice after seeing Rocky. Oh yeah. I've got to imagine there's a lot of people who did the raw eggs of some kind. He did the arangs of some kind after Rocky. It just had to be right. That was supposed well, to give you muscles,
2: man. I will tell you one hundred percent. After Rocky three, I remember vividly playing "Eye of the Tiger" <laughs> as loud as I could on my dad's old amplifier that I had rigged up and hooked up to a radio, and I would cassette player, and I would play that as loud as I could. And jump rope. And I would jump rope, and I love jumping rope, and I was just like jump, 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 jump. And then I would take the rope and do the whip it back and forth. And then jump rope again. I it's felt like so I good. looked so cool. I felt like I looked like Rocky. I have a hunch I probably didn't. Oh,
3: I love it, Kev. That's this is a great song, man. That fires you up. Fires you up on a Friday. Okay. You ever get into jumping rope? I, I did love oh, jumping man, rope. Oh, man, it was
2: so fun for a while.
3: So, the the thing with me in jumping rope was a kid in our high school who could dunk a basketball sure. jump roped all the time. He jumped yep. rope a lot. So, I was in seventh grade. I was determined to be able to dunk by eighth grade. And so, I jumped rope my entire seventh grade year and eighth grade year. And summer after eighth grade, I dunked a basketball and thought, Nice. And thought, jumping rope is the greatest thing in the world. Then I never jumped rope again.
0: And never really, dunked again?
3: I did dunk more, but okay. it's really tiring. It's really, really tiring. Okay. Erica says there's a lot of restaurants that do pork chops and eggs for breakfast. It makes sense, it sounds right? Sounds good. It yeah. Just,
2: it adds up. Pork chop. Pork is such a great breakfast meat. Why wouldn't you do a pork chop and eggs?
3: Kevin James, if you could get breakfast right now, what would you order? Right now, you and I are at breakfast. We're sitting down. It's you, me, it's Erica and Barbara because that's the last two people who text us about breakfast. Barbara's got orange juice and raw eggs. Erica's got her pork chops and eggs breakfast. What are you you having on your plate? Oh, boy.
2: Slim, 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 slim. I want a big omelet. Okay. A big omelet with sausage, cheese, um, onions, peppers, uh, you know what? Give me one that throws a little hash browns in there too. Oh, not wow. a lot of hash browns in the omelet. Yeah, just a little. Okay. I do that at home once in a while. You just throw that all together, make yourself a nice big fat omelet, and then I love sausage links. Uh, are As they you, in are,
3: links, not patties?
2: Not patties, links. The little there ones. There is a link. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna say another one again. Oh no! I've I love their meat. I've made it clear. Okay, who do you got? Fresh Basket. Okay. They have breakfast sausages. I brought them in here once for you a Friday did. breakfast. They were really good, Kevin. They are big. They're, they're huge. Re- and they are. They have a little spice to them. And they are my favorite sausage. So I want those with an omelet right now Is my breakfast okay. for the day. Uh, let us know what your breakfast for the day is right now. What is now. yours, Slim?
3: Uh, right. You know what? Uh, you know, I'm not a breakfast guy, but suddenly for some weird reason, I'm feeling that traditional breakfast plate. You go to the place that has breakfast and they throw a couple scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, and maybe two pancakes. And it's just like, they're yeah. oh, it's so-and-so's classic breakfast. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I think okay. I want. Hey, can we go to the phones real quick? Here's the deal. When, when Jay's away, we just open the phones and we just go bananas with them because we need people to fill in the void Jay has left. So we go to the phones. Yes. 4410999. We go there right now. Hi, how's it going? Oh, I miss, and see that That's on is. me. But that's on me. That was for the people who are listening, who are going, why did they hang up on you? I waited too long. That's my fault. Let's try again. 4410999. Hi, who's this?
2: Hey, this is Matt. Matt, what's up? Hey, best breakfast is the... Chicken
3: fried steak from the Longhorn in Airway Heights. Okay. okay oh, okay. baby. Okay. I, thank you for that. Here's the okay. deal. Kev, I have not had a chicken fried steak in a, in a bit. They, it used to be my favorite. It was when I was really loving breakfast. That was before I worked with you guys, and I didn't have to wake up at 4 o'clock, and breakfast becomes more enjoyable because you're a normal living human eating at normal living yes. human breakfast
2: hours. Right. Man, I loved chicken fried Can steak. Can I tell you a story about Longhorn breakfast in Airway Heights? Absolutely not. But I would love to hear it. But
3: you know what? The people I would love, love Longhorn. To hear. Your family, the Jan Kevin family, would love to hear it. I just don't. So okay. I'm outnumbered. I love Longhorn. Yeah, me Great too. Great food. Me too, man. One of the
2: the best barbecue places around. Just love it. Never really realized that they did breakfast.
3: I'll, I'll be honest, Matt was the broke um, that news to me.
2: Okay, until back in the day when I was coaching high school football. Okay, hang on. Let's let me hang on. Let me make
3: sure. I feel like this still will work for that. Okay. so will.
2: We were playing in the state semifinal.
3: Oh, my gosh. Big game.
2: Huge game. A team we had beat earlier in the year, but they were tough. And we were going to take them on, and we were going to take them on, oddly, in Medical Lake, Washington. Ooh. Foreshadow. Sprague Harrington Falcons facing the Inchileum Hornets. It decided that day to Snow. 10 inches. But we had a team breakfast that morning at Longhorn. Didn't even realize they did it, but we did a team breakfast at Longhorn. Had our breakfast, then we did our traditional uh, meditation. That's right. Our team meditated. You were Ted Lasso before Ted Lasso was Ted Lasso. 100%. Steve Frank was the head coach. I was the assistant. That man had some ideas that were ahead of their time.
3: Okay. You were Coach Beard then?
2: Yeah. And Slim, we ate breakfast there, and it was delicious. But then we went on to play that game in 10 inches of snow on the field of Medical Lake, Washington, that later became my home. Yeah. Jay Daniels came and witnessed that game. What? Yeah. Jay and his wife came and sat in the snow and watched that game.
3: That's a real part of this story? Yeah. So it was before 8 p.m.?
2: It was. Yeah, we played in the day. Okay. He witnessed uh, something hilarious where I had taken a timeout and ran out to the huddle because I was the defensive coach yeah. and I was letting our guys have it. Oh. And I got all fired up and I was running out to the field and they knew I had that look. They were like, oh, God, dang it, man, we are about to get an earful. And I was going to motivate them. And as I'm running out to the huddle, I tripped on a giant clump of snow and went face first and slid across the snow.
3: course you did and then
2: i got up and i looked at them and one of the kids was laughing and one of the other kids said dude don't laugh he's mad and i just said that was really funny i have nothing to say let's play defense and it, that was it we ended up losing 16 to 14
3: oh dang it wow.
2: and i'll never eat longhorn breakfast again even if i love him Jay and Kevin Show Jay Daniels Bruce, have you ever had spaghetti? You haven't said a word Kevin James Yes, I like spaghetti (laughs) All right.
1: The Jay and Kevin Show On the big 99.9 Coyote Country
3: So Kevin, we're going to dive into some follow-up Friday Where we take a listener letter from the past We've reached out to somebody And they have responded with what ended up happening With everything, the result of the letter But I did want to bring this up to you The chicken fried steak people are out in full force right now on the Hazard Fabworks text line 4348623 saying it's number one. Number one with a bullet. For the best meat? The best breakfast meat. Best best meat at breakfast, chicken fried steak. Some people are saying it's either chicken fried steak or steak. And then someone said trout, eggs, and taters. Trout? A morning trout? I don't know what that is. A morning trout? Really? I don't know that I've had... Maybe more than one time fish for breakfast. Yeah,
2: yeah, if it's really a trout,
3: I can't imagine it's great. I'm interested. I, I don't know trout eggs and taters with a sli- with a slice of thick sourdough, perfecto. Mm. Trout. Now egg. again,
2: we're looking for the best meat. Best is that meat, what you're meat at breakfast. Specifically looking for. I still bacon for me is still way, yeah, way up like, there. Bacon, guys. Uh, I like sausage a lot too, but you know what is? I do love chicken fried a sleeper steak. that is my favorite. Okay, I like chicken fried steak too, because of the gravy. That's true. Okay, I, we it's do need not to clarify.
3: The, it needs to be plain. It does not get to get do, It does not get doctored up. It is the meat, right? We have to clarify that. Yeah, That's fair, right? Because I, would, I, I like bacon the most. But if you dump a bunch of syrup on little sausage patties, they become my favorite.
2: Okay, Slim. Here's the deal. You know what my favorite meat is and it's a sleeper it's one you don't get very often but when done right ho, 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 ho a ham steak you know the thick slices of ham where they cook them up and they they burn them so they have like that little glaze on them do you know what i'm talking about yeah i do it almost it almost looks like how we did spam one time yes that will get me every time it's something you don't really see very often, but when there's a, I think they're just called ham steaks and you fry them up and get that glaze and that little burnt on them Mm-mm-mm. So you think that could be better than bacon for you? Yeah, it's the best meat. Wow, okay. Kevin's in. I've got
3: to read this text from Monica Monica says, my husband is the head chef at La Peep Cafe in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, Trout and hello. eggs is one of their most popular items on the menu. I will tell you, Monica, two things. Number one, La Peep Cafe in Coeur is so good Please tell your husband, well done, on his his work. That is the place I had fish for breakfast. So the menu item that Monica just brought up is the menu item I had at that restaurant, at La Peep. That is what I had, and it was so good. What do they do do with a trout egg? What
2: the heck is a trout egg?
3: Trout and eggs. Trout, trout, sorry, trout, comma, eggs.
2: All right. So trout
3: is the meat. Eggs is the eggs. It'd be like bacon and eggs. Trout and eggs.
2: All right. Well, it's good. You know Kev. What? It was really good. You, walking distance from uh, Judy's. I Dude. maybe we'll take a walk down there this weekend and get some trout and eggs. I was so mad.
3: My my wife was so, I was so mad. At her, my wife took my daughter there, uh, just like two weeks ago, but I was working, and they just had pictures of them at La Peep, and I was like, thanks. Wow. Cool. Thanks. While you worked. Thanks. 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 Appreciate it. Pork belly, a lot of people also in with pork belly. Okay, Kevin, we have to do follow-up Friday. Yes, what, we do. What are we dealing with today?
2: My bad, okay. We'll get back into this, I promise. This is uh, Megan. She was 39 and single, never been married. <laughs> she had some things that were uh, bothering her with this guy. They just started dating. The things that were bothering her is that he watched TV while he was sleeping, and she's like, that drives me crazy. I'm, I can't have the TV on. And he also had 10,000 unread emails, and he said, to, to me, this seems like a red flag. He's probably not very organized or he might be lazy. That's what she said. My friend says that I need to get over these things or I am never going to find anyone if I let little things like that bother me. I just say, if I want to change things about him, he's probably not the right one. So that was her take. Send her the email asking for a follow-up to see what happened. And here's what Megan said. She starts with... My guess, by the way, she stayed. She said, ha, ha, ha. Thanks for the email. I haven't thought about this letter for a long time. I did my best to let those little things go. Didn't try to change him. Just learned to let little things go. We dated for a few months, but it didn't work out. Let's just say his crazy ex was an issue. I've dated a few guys since then. Nothing serious, though. I do think that I've become more accepting of little things that used to bother me. Still holding out hope that Mr. Wright is on the way. By the way, I have a date this weekend. He was super cute how he asked me out. He sent me a video of him dancing to the Walker Hayes Applebee's song. And yes, that's where we will be doing dinner this weekend. Guess we'll see how it goes. Megan. Okay. There you go. So did not work out. Yeah. Like it just sounds like she worked on some things. It just, he wasn't the one it didn't. Well, his crazy ex was an issue. Okay. So whatever. It didn't work out, but she's still, you know, dating and sounds like was open to being a little more accepting of things instead of, you know, just saying, well, if I have to change something about him, then he's not the right one.
3: I'm accepting of a lot of things, and I think there's a lot of little things you need to be accepting for. The person who texted in the fact that spam is the best breakfast meat, I'm not accepting of that, Kev. That's break up Now, this is coming from someone who loves spam. I love spam. Yeah, and it's pretty good. It's really good. But Spam over Bacon? I'm leaving that relationship. I mean, they basically taste I'm the le- same. Salt. Jake, Kevin, and and you like salt? The morning,
1: the big nine That's a good point. That
2: that is a Jay
1: and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Well, speaking of adorable. Yes. Hello.
0: (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Settle (laughs) down, Max. Max. Kevin James. I didn't know you were going to bring this up. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm not. (laughs) The Jay
1: and Kevin show on the Big 99.9 Coyote Coyote Country. Country.
3: Kevin, you were telling me this morning you are catching up on Ted Lasso. You are into season two. And you watched a little bit this morning? Is that what you watched a little this morning? I did,
2: yeah. I watched uh, episode two of season two.
3: I, I, will, I will tell you that with the TV thing, I'm, I'm with you loving Ted Lasso. There's a bunch of shows that I'm, I'm into right now. You had the story yesterday about the fact Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott are going to be on the new Yellowstone prequel.
2: Yes, 1883 is 1883. the name of the show. It's the Dutton family traveling, you know. Going out west to settle,
3: and I'm excited about that because I love Tim McGraw, I love Faith Hill. My problem is Yellowstone is on the list that I'm not excited to, to say. It's on the list of shows that just I they, I got lost. I mean, I I didn't get lost. Oh, I did understood you try it, it? But I watched the first season and a half, and then something happened halfway through oh, the really? second season where I just. I don't remember if life happened and we got into something else or another show came out and I had nothing against Yellowstone. I loved the show. I was loving it. But it wasn't I I have to see it. I think something else happened. I think it was either during football season or basketball season and other shows were coming up and I never went
2: back to it. Yeah. Would you give it another chance?
3: Probably not. That's the thing. So I'm going to miss out on 1883, which is a bummer because... I love Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Well, Do you have one of those
2: shows? Do you have the show you started and it just... Oh, yeah, for sure. You just a got a show lost that I 100% on. loved. Okay, what one is that? 100% loved it and I've never caught up on it and I don't know I ever will. This is Us.
3: Oh, that's a, that's a great I loved show. I love that
2: show. I promoted that show so much when it was first out. Made it through two seasons, went through divorce, uh, said I can't watch this right now. I just feel like why would I just want to be miserable all the time and... Then was going to go back to it numerous times and just haven't done it. And I, I always wonder if you get back into it,
3: if it will suck you right back in or if it is going to be a chore to get back into it. With Yellowstone, I, I, I feel like I remember what was happening. It's not like it's I'm going to turn it on and be completely lost as to who the characters are and all that. But I, I don't know what that's going to take to just jump right back. And I also don't remember exactly what okay. episode I was on. So what if I'd stop halfway through episode five? Now I've got to remember where that was. And you're rewatching. Yeah, oh, you watch sure. 20 minutes of episode four and you go, oh, I've already seen this one. I don't need uh, to watch this. I right.
2: I will tell you this. Lim. Another one that I did that with was uh, Designated Survivor. Oh, the Kiefer Sutherland show. I was totally into it because... Judy never watches TV shows. Okay. She just, summer, she's way too busy with her job and running her business. And like, she's just way too busy. But in the fall, like last fall, she started watching that show. And she got into it and she was really into it. And then I felt bad because I wanted to watch it with her, but I didn't know what was going on. And that was a show you had to know what was going on. So I binge watched it an entire weekend. Oh, jeez. And like through a week. And got caught up, like, 18, 19 episodes. And it was a lot. And I was so into it. By the time I got caught up, I then was like, hey, I'm caught up on Designated Survivor. Do you want to watch it? And she's like, you know what? Actually, I kind of lost interest in it. No. She's like, I don't know. I was so into it for a while, and then I just kind of lost interest. And I was like, oh. (sighs) And then I did, too. I was like, oh, yeah. It was getting a little weird. And that was it. Never watched another second of the show.
3: So Designated Survivor has the thing that I can't do anymore. That I, If you had asked me about this in the mid-2000s, when I'm in the middle of my 24, Lost, all of those shows, yeah. Alias, other great shows that I loved, I had no problem with this. But the first two seasons of Designated Survivor, are over 20 episodes each. Oh, yeah, they're long. And I can't do that anymore because it's I'm tough. so used to, with all the streaming platforms, 10 to 12 episode I seasons. Know. That's kind of what I expect. When I see 20, there's three seasons of Designated Survivor, 53 that's episodes. That's that's too much for three seasons for me. As much as yeah. you were watching that I, show, Jay watched that
2: show, NTC watched that show, and yes. all of you liked it. And I will say, it the 20 seasons never felt bad but when you're trying to catch up on it it's tough like i i love it when you when you're into a show you want it to have lo- like ted lasso i wish more than anything that was 20 episodes each season <laughs> don't you
3: kind of don't you want more well here's the because deal. here's I, the thing my, my- they
2: did the thing that i think is becoming more popular and i blame it on young people but i don't really blame them because it's not a bad thing the short episodes but they don't do short episodes they're 40 minute long ted lasso's are 30 no they're 40 right? they've
3: been 40 the new all, season's 40 all season 40 40 minutes and oh. a couple episodes last season were 40 they're not they're not short cuz you can't squeeze them in real quick anymore they they're longer and i i see kev i thought Cobra Rakai be-
2: is like another one where it was you know all 30 minute episodes which Forever I thought like more of an hour long episode or whatever would just be awesome. But I feel like they're trying to keep them short so that it's easier to catch up because when you do the math and you go, Well, there's ten episodes of season one of Ted Lasso, if they're all around thirty minutes, that's really only five and a half, six hours of my day. I could do that in a weekend. The problem is I don't
3: know any comedies I like that are long episode See, like that worked well that were long episodes. Because all my favorite comedies are thirty-minuteers, right? Not
2: that's uh, that's not true for me. Yeah, it is. Nope. there's one show that is longer, and it is. I can't think of the name of it, and you love it. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, those are thirty. I those thought are, those were longer. No,
3: they're on FX. It was really? FX oh, I thought they show. were an
2: hour long on FX.
3: No, it's thirty-minute episodes followed by Archer. That was another great show. They were in okay. one hour. You I thought
2: get, they were. I thought uh, that show was an hour long. Maybe it just felt like it.
3: No, they're twenty 22 minutes, just like The Office. But like, I like my comedies. I think I like the shorter ones, and I think I'm getting on that bandwagon, and I'm being brainwashed by Netflix and Disney Plus and stuff. I like my shorter seasons. I think they do a better job doing the story in a shorter season.
2: This is hard for me, because I like drama more. Do you consider Ted Lasso just a comedy? I I think that if I was telling
3: someone to watch Ted Lasso, I would tell them... It's a comedy. It's just like The Office, where I say okay. The Office is a comedy, but we were all there for Jim and Pam. It was like, give me the Jim and Pam yeah, storyline. Give me the tale of that. That's, it's like Arrested Development. Arrested Development's a comedy. Arrested Development's a comedy, but that story for Arrested for sure.
2: Development was so good. I would say that The Office, to me, is a total comedy that did have some great storylines in it. But just so much comedy. I mean, totally. like their intent was to only be funny. Yeah. Ted Lasso's just a great story that has funny stuff in it.
3: It does. It adds, I mean, it's one liner. I think it's the most metaphors, one-liners I've ever seen in a TV show. That wasn't annoying. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the most of those, which is so stinking awesome. It's such a good show. I think it would
2: the, be terrible if his character wasn't so great the
3: other comedy i maybe would say is sort of in line with it would be parks and Rec because parks and Rec was so For heavily sure. story driven yes but it's definitely a comedy like it's definitely supposed to be funny but that was that had a pretty big story arc to it i know i i i, I want to make i kind of want to get back into this yellowstone kev i'm trying to think there was another I, show i wanted to bring up to see if you could sell me back into i'll I tell you know this it is now
2: slim. I plan on watching 1883. Okay, and having never seen an episode of Yellowstone, I like. I want to watch Yellowstone at some point. I'm sure I will, because I know I would love it. But I plan on watching 1883 without having seen Yellowstone, and I hope that that's not a mistake. I bet you it won't be. I don't think it will be. Right? It's a prequel, so like it should be fine. If anything, you're doing it the right way chronologically. Yeah,
3: if anything you are doing it the way it was meant to be done. You will you will probably then want to see what happens to I don't know if it's the son or grandson of Tim McGraw. I don't know if the if Kevin Costner's character is son or grandson. I'm assuming grandson. I think it's grandson. So, I you're doing it the right way. Plus it would actually be the first western you've ever watched. That is very true. So that would be cool too. Yeah.